Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Bryant and today's motivational aim targets the importance of following through till the end. This podcast serves as somewhat of a part two to last week's podcast where I talked about exhibiting tenacity in the face of adversity. I wanted to detail about when trials come up and you can't control what you do, do you give up or do you press forward? And the intended desired goal is that we all aim to press forward no matter what challenges or bumps in the road that we face. And this college success tip is geared towards any higher ed student or family member who knows someone in school where you can encourage them. But the tip can be applied to anyone going through a battle where they want to give up. You see an end in sight, but it just seems like it's going to take forever to get there. The goal is to follow through until the end. You could be battling 20 different things at the same time and you just want to just stop. My advice to you is to stay in prayer. Stay around people who support you in a God-honoring way. And sometimes you're going to find out some things about individuals around you and you're going to be like, oh man, I thought they were there for me. But just keep pressing forward and aiming towards the target of your God-honoring personal academic goals while you move towards your goal, follow through to it till the end, and as God gives you insight and revelation on the next steps to take as it relates to every area and aspect of your life. So don't get overwhelmed because everybody goes through issues and it's just not, it seems Like, it's just not one issue at a time. You could be battling 20 things, 15 things, 10 things, 3 things, all at one time. The goal is to see your goal, imagine your goal, see yourself achieving the goal, and press forward till the end. You must do that. And as I'm saying this, I'm encouraging myself because I have to see things through the end for things that I'm personally going through right now that are targeted goals, targeted aims, things I'm working on, and we have to just follow through, follow through till the end. So as I mentioned last week, at the time of this recording, which is December 2019, many higher education students are gearing up for December winter graduations, and I want to encourage students who are about to end that chapter of life and embark on a new one to make sure you follow through with everything till the end because issues will come up that you have no control over and it might be some issues that you created yourself and you're reaping the consequences behind those decisions or it could just be situations that just sprung up on you what do you do you don't give up you press forward and you follow through till the end no matter what it is as long as it's a god honoring goal something god told you to do something you know is right not you know as i say a lot you don't follow through with trash you follow through with the things god called you to do and that you know it's right for you your family your loved ones your goals and your future and your destiny on last week's podcast i shared my experiences with some issues that I went through that came up right before I was supposed to graduate. I couldn't control those issues. 
and I had to continue working in order to get my degree, and eventually I did. Although I was, what, a full five to six months behind of what my intended target was, I continued aiming, I hit the target, and I ended up graduating. But in the middle of all that, that I shared last week when I talked about how that professor that I named, which was Dr. Disrespect, who was supposed to be teaching me and helping me and guiding me to get to the next level and progressing all through my four years of undergrad in the music department, how she just did not follow through with helping and assisting me and teaching me till the end. But she was just a cantankerous individual, very cantankerous. But you got to forgive people like that. You got to press forward and then you have to learn a lesson in it. I learned a lot of valuable lessons within that experience. And it wasn't just, what do you do when a cantankerous person just messes up things? And, you know, what do you do? You don't quit. That's what I learned. I also learned every time you are pursuing a goal, about to achieve a goal, going through the steps to get to the goal, there are always going to be a challenge. And sometimes it's people who come and service distraction. So you can't focus on distractions. You got to focus on getting things done. That's what you have to do. Or you should do. Because you do have the option to give up. I don't advise you to give up. I don't think the people around you who really love you. And see the best and have insight want you to give up. But a lot of people do. But you have an option to keep pressing forward. Even if it's uncomfortable and you know it's a goal. You know it's a desire that would benefit your life and God is in it. So, in the middle of all what I shared last week, another issue happened while that was going on. And it was the May 2007 semester when I was quote-unquote intended to graduate. I shared that my goal My paperwork was filed that I was going to graduate in May 2007. But when that issue popped up, everything stopped and was on a standstill, really. It didn't stop. It was on a standstill where I had to go ahead and go through the process and then work towards graduating in December 2007. But in May 2007, I had another fire pop up that I had no control over, and the issue was I was enrolled for that spring 2007 semester. I was enrolled in a finance class for my business administration minor. It was final exams. I knew what I had to make to pass the course with a C. I know I tell people, aim to make A's and B's, and that's good. Make those A's, make those B's, put that work in. But there will be some times when you're taking a course where you're like, oh, Lord, please just let me get a seat. Let me just pass this class so I can get out of here. And that was one of those classes for me. I did not need a C minus. I didn't need a D because as far as those two letter grades are concerned, that is failing. And if you make a C minus or a D in any course that is a part of your major or your minor, you have to go ahead and retake the class because you didn't pass. So I was aiming for an A. 
But the way things were going with my instructor, I mean, he wasn't a rude man whatsoever. He wasn't disrespectful. He was just all about teaching finance. You either understood it or you didn't. You either put the work in or you didn't. And everything in between, that wasn't his problem. And the workload was kind of heavy. And the grades that I was getting back, (laughs) they weren't looking right at all. So I was just focused on just passing this class with a C. Yes, I was going to tutorials. Yes, I was doing everything that I would advise all of you to do. But it was just something about that class I was missing. So my focus was just to pass the class so I could graduate. So at the beginning of the semester, like every other instructor, my finance instructor provided the class with the syllabus In the syllabus, it broke down how your overall grade would be calculated. So it was up to you to keep track of every assignment that was passed back, every test, every pop quiz, homework assignments, group work, whatever it was that you had to do, he would give you your grades back and you had to create your own little log or whatever you use to calculate your grades and keep track of where you stood. So that's why I was able to see, oh, I'm not getting an A, but it looks like I'm going to get a C. So we take the final exam, we get the grades back, I do my calculations, and I realize, man, I did it. Thank you, Lord. I made a C out of this class. I passed. So I'm up here thinking, okay, man, I'm about to graduate. I'm excited. I'm happy. And that only hiccup I have to focus on is that music situation, which I described last week was passing that applied class, getting that jury under control, and then completing that recital. So receiving that C out of that class, that was some good news for me because what I had already had to go through a couple of weeks back Now, when this finance teacher passed back everyone's grades, although I received, according to my calculations, a C, he looked at everyone and said something to the effect that these are your grades. If you've kept up with them, you should know your average. I will post grades next week. And that was it. So I was cool. I was like, okay, I have a C. I knew I had a C. The final grades came out. Well, you log online and you check your final grades on your official transcript. And to my disbelief, I saw a C- minus on that transcript. I immediately emailed the teacher. Didn't get a response back. I called the teacher. Didn't get a response back. See, that's why you have to keep that syllabus to the end. Don't throw away anything. Because had I threw away the syllabus right after the class was over... I would have been in some big trouble because I would have been trying to figure out his phone number, trying to go up to the office, trying to talk to secretaries who were, could be evasive and vague and not give you information that you need at the right time. Not saying that people do that all the time on purpose, but sometimes issues happen, so you just want to have everything together. But back to what I did. So I told you I called him, I emailed him, didn't get a response. I went up to the school. The teacher was nowhere to be found. I spoke to his assistant. Assistant didn't know where he was. I found the secretary of the finance department. 
I asked her, do you know what Dr. So-and-so is? I'm looking for him because I just have a question about, you know, an issue that I have. And she was like, oh, yeah, um, he's out of the country. He left the country. And I'm sitting there like, he left the country? And I went home and I emailed him again because as far as I'm concerned, I didn't care about him leaving the country. My thought process is you have to check your email at one point. So I don't care where you are. I need you to get this email and reply. So I went home. I emailed him. Didn't get a response. I emailed him the next day. Emailed him again. Until after a week of me doing that, he hits me back. And then he tells me he's out of the country. I already know that. I really don't care about that. So he replies to my email after he tells me that he's out of the country. He lets me know. The grade that I got is what I got. Even if it was done by mistake, he couldn't fix it now because he's out of the country. So he left it like that. So now I'm sitting there trying to figure out what to do. So I was upset, told my brother about it just in conversation. He was telling me, hey, you know, what you could go do is go up to the dean of the business building. And if it's the same lady that he used to go and converse with all the time when he was working on his degree years prior. He said, if she's still up there, she's real cool and she'll let you know what you need to do, if you need to do anything, and even if you have to take the course over, even though you don't want to hear that, she'll let you know what to do. So just go talk to her. So I was like, okay. So I go back up to the school and I spoke with the dean. It was the same dean he was talking about. And... I let her know my situation, and she pulls up my transcript. She hears what I had to say and told me, young lady, don't worry about this. This grade will not affect your graduation. And I was sitting there like, what? She's like, don't worry about this. This will not affect anything you have going on. You will not need to take this course again. Don't worry about it. She said, I got it. So I was relieved, but in the back of my mind, I'm just sitting there like, I still don't trust you because I don't trust nobody up here. All because of everything that I've experienced. Now you get to understand why I walk everything through, verify, confirm, and I'm always stressing. Go, don't trust nobody. Do what you need to do. Follow up. Talk to people. And, you know, my students and my family and friends laugh at me. But it's all good because um, I get things done. But I leave the dean. And then I start thinking. I think when I'm driving home or when I got home, Things start coming to my mind about how when I was taking the finance course, students were telling me, hey, man, you got to watch Dr. So-and-so because, man, he'll give you a grading, man. He'll up and lead the country. So when I that clicked in my mind, I said, oh, man, that is what these people were talking about. So I thought about it. I heard people saying that, and I heard people saying things about the guy. But my goal regarding every class that I've ever taken is to not focus on what people are saying all of the time because you have some students who talk about what professors do and what they don't do and what they like and what they don't like. But sometimes it's a situation with the student. So you have some students who don't put work in, but they want to discredit the instructor, but they're the ones who need to be discredited because they're not putting forth any work. And that's just the truth. 
and as you go through not only higher education, this happens at work. This happens in families. This happens in organizations, groups where individuals don't put work in, but they're hoping to receive some desired expectation because of what they didn't do. And when things don't work out, they want to blame everybody. And it happens. It's just not school. It happens all the time. So that's why I try to be careful of that. So when people were saying those things, I tried to not let it affect me because I didn't want to pick that up and allow that to mess up my experience in the class. If y'all hear anything in the background, that's rain. It is raining outside. So that's what you hear. So the dean took care of that situation with that C- and praised God for that because that would have been another hill to climb, trying to take finance over and focus on that applied music class, but you still have to do what you have to do no matter the battle. But from that story, I want to give higher ed students some tips to consider when they are taking a course and you want to make sure, to the best of your ability, that everything is going smoothly and there are no great hiccups at the end. So tip number one is to aim to visit your instructor's office and talk about your grades, where you stand frequently. I'm not saying go to the person's office every day and, how's my grade? What's my grade? What's my grade? Don't do anything like that. Because they will run from you if they see you like, oh gosh, here they go. You don't want to do that. But you want to come at a decent time. It could be once a month, every two weeks. Or just going to talk to them sometimes after the class. Oh, you know, when can I get with you? I would like to talk to you about my grade, where I stand. This will show the instructor that you are serious about your education. And you are keeping track of your grades just like they are. Tip number two is to ask if you can meet them during those pivotal moments of the course midterm exams and final exams to converse your grade if you have any questions. And this is reiterating tip number one, and it gives you direction on where you stand in the course also. Tip number three is to ask the instructor the time frame they will be available after exams. Now, this is a question you might want to ask during that first week of school so you can have it in your mind because you don't want to be like me. And final exams hit, you take that exam and now the teacher out the country and you can't have that access to figure out what you need to do. But within all that, I have to say, God worked everything out for my good. Because if the teacher had not been out the country and I would have spoke to the instructor, I don't know what his approach would have been, whether positive or negative. But if it was negative... And I'm up here telling him, hey, I got a C, according to my calculation, you gave me C minus. And if he didn't like the way that I came at him or conversed with him, whatever it was, he could have kept that C minus. And of course, I could have went to the dean, but it could have been a whole different result. So I'm glad he left the country. Thank you, God, that all things work together for my good, even though that was years, 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 years ago. But... I didn't see that till now. So thank you, God, for that. So sometimes these issues seem like they are just devastating. But or whatever issue you go through. But you have to remember all things are working together for your good. That is so true. 
no matter what it looks like. All things are working together for your good. God said it. You got to believe it, trust it, walk it out, and know it for sure that he loves you and all things are working together for your good. Let me get back on tip number three. The reason you want to ask instructors the time frame they will be available after exams is because you want to be able to converse with them if any kind of issue arises with your grade and you can discuss it. Tip number four, if a problem does come up, know who the administrators are in your department. The dean, the associate dean, secretaries, everyone. And this helps you know who to contact in case of an academic emergency. Tip number five, do your part. Study, follow through with everything, and make sure everything is done on your end. You don't want to not study and not do your work, and then you get an F. And now you're looking for the instructor, telling everybody you meet how the instructor has wronged you because they gave you an F. No. In those cases, the person wronged themselves and gave themselves an F. The instructor just put that on the transcript for you to see what you've done. So you have to do your part. When you do your part, whatever you sow is what you reap. This shows responsibility and accountability. Tip number six, follow through until the end. No matter how uncomfortable it is for you, follow through. And when I say follow through to the end, I'm talking about God-honoring goals, God-honoring desires, things the Lord told you to do. And it's not always going to be easy, but the goal is to follow through until the end. Aim to do that at all times. And the scripture I would like to leave you with is Hebrews, the sixth chapter and the 11th verse, which states, We want each of you to show this same diligence to the very end so that what you hope for may be fully realized. The reason I selected this scripture as a reminder of encouragement from God's word for you is that at times when things get difficult for us, when we are following the God-honoring goals and desires God has given us to fulfill, giving up might seem like the option, but in reality, it isn't. Quitting is a distraction, but following through to the end is the blessing that is packed with purpose and lifelong lessons that will not only help you individually, but those God will put in your path to help. If you feel that you want to give up, pray, ask God for wisdom on what to do, and he will give you an answer. He will. Remaining diligent, exhibiting perseverance, and following things through till the end will ignite the hope that you had and serve as a testimony where you realize that you are more than a conqueror, even while you endure challenges. So, be encouraged, and if you would like to connect with me on Instagram, you can follow me at college underscore success tips so I can encourage you in your God-honoring, personal, and academic targeted goals. Peace and God bless.